Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Kelly, and none of this is my fault. I I don't know. I feel like you need to start accepting a little bit of responsibility. I take nothing. I take no blame. (laughs) All of this is your fault. (laughs) I mean, you know what? I guess that's true. I guess... I guess I do. I mean, if you, if you, you know, if you want to trade places, so I can take credit for things. <laughs> you can take a cut. I listen. Here's the thing: is that since there are so many ideas in this vault, I have I have a, a like there is a not insignificant chance that at least some of them were had in, in a conversation with you at some point in all the years we've known each other. I'm just saying that's it's not impossible. It, <laughs> that is more than you will ever get a man in Silicon Valley to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> please welcome back Chris, uh, my excellent friend, uh, for his second episode. Chris, what's going on? Uh, not too much. Very happy to be back. Yes. Really enjoying this. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's a very great time in, in this incredibly cozy apartment on this lovely couch that John doesn't get to sit on. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's fair. I, I lost my couch privileges. For those of you who have never met John, he's kind of like a golden retriever. Um, <laughs> Intensely loyal, but don't let him on the furniture. <laughs> yeah. We've all learned that the hard way. We have. I you think we, we, there should be a support group. It's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's or at fine. Least an Amazon wish list to replace. Yeah. Things. Yeah. You know what? This chair is great. I don't even want to be on the couch. That's fine. <laughs> I guess it's great if you're like some kind of asshole guy. <laughs> Cheers. Wow. Shots fired. I. <laughs> Uh, the, the only thing that's actually been going on with me is that I've discovered that I need a shower-based writing solution. Because oh. I, 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 I do, like, so let's back up for just, because this is actually, this is yeah. important. Do, 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 do. So okay. um, the whole point of this podcast, right, is that I literally every time I have an idea, I just write it down immediately with no editing, right? And I've been doing it for a decade, which has resulted in a vast pile of ideas, um, some of which might be amazing, and we're going to find out, because Chris is, has had a chance to look through the, the giant spreadsheet and um, tagged some ideas that he's found interesting. I've seen we're some gonna, things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk them through, and if you find one you like, you should go ahead and do it. I just want credit. I want a cut. I will give you seven years to guess my true name, and then I'll claim your firstborn. <laughs> But, but so here's the thing about it though, which is that um, this ha- this habit that I've developed of writing down my ideas instantly works in every situation except when I'm in the shower. Do you have a curtain or right. a screen? Uh, okay. I have a I have a, oh, I have yeah, a curtain. Like a, uh, yeah. So you can't like write on it in the steam. Yeah, no. Dry erase. Uh, oh, seriously, dry erase. Go beautiful mind on it. Just oh, actually. Yeah, like if you mounted it in the shower high enough so, so the, the water, water wasn't, wasn't hitting it, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's actually not. I was that's actually not tiles, terrible. But yeah, get an actual board. Oh, the tile. Oh, listen, this has opened up a whole new world of possibility because I seriously feel like uh, there have been a couple of ideas that have slipped through the cracks lately yeah. because I came up with them in the shower and then by the time I, you know, like got out, I was well, busy the, the shower things. principle is a very real thing. Like you, yeah. 
you, you, you put ideas on the back burner and your brain like solves random shit while you're in the shower. This is a thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I agree. I'm being laughed at and mocked by... No, no, no. no I'm, it's, it, is, it is a laugh of recognition. Yes. Because that's definitely, like, yeah, that's my entire, that's my entire deal. Yeah. Um, holy shit. Dry Actually, rice. even theoretically on the tile, you could maybe use Sharpie because it just comes off with rubbing alcohol. Fair point. Huh. But, I mean, I don't know... You should run this by your wife. There's yeah, yes. condensation <laughs> issues, mm-hmm. and that's going to be weird. But mm. my first thought was to, like, you know, go high tech on it and be like, "Hey, hey, Alexa, write this shit down for me." Oh, that's a really good idea too, actually. Yeah, Does but I mean, I don't have that in my house because I find it creepy to yeah. have machines listening to me. But I don't have one either. You yeah. know, I, I don't need to be purposely haunted by robots. Yeah. <laughs> Accidental, I can live with. I get haunted by real ghosts. I don't need that shit. Damn robots taking ghost jobs. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Nobody understands. Automation is a terrible thing. Do um, does Alexa have no taking capability? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, it can order cat food for you. I'm sure it can jot something down. I would have to imagine it must. But then, where would it output it to? Like, Mm. can it take Bezos's personal Kindle Fire? Uh, could maybe a voice memo? Maybe, yeah, shit. I don't know. This uh, clearly these yeah. are. I mean, yeah. you could literally just run like buy like a five dollar tape recorder and leave it running while you're in the shower. That is also true. Yeah. And just talk to it. I I did that. Pour out I, your feelings. <laughs> I actually did do that when I um, when I graduated from college and drove out here from Pittsburgh. I, I had like a little tape recorder that I would just have because yeah because I would have thoughts and I would want to write them down while I was driving but I mm-hmm. fucking couldn't so I would just speak them and then at the end of the like when I got into my hotel or whatever so like I would just yeah right. it was it was real yeah, I don't know I would have to. I'd have to take a look at those notes. The coolest part about like about like taking notes that way though is that you get to end everything with dictated not read. <laughs> that is my favorite like fuck you sign off. Like so sorry about your husband. It was a terrible accident at the factory. My serious condolences, factory owner JP Dollarworth. <laughs> dictated not read. <laughs> well, um, Chris, here is my question to you. What is the first thing that you found in the spreadsheet ah, today? Let's spin the wheel that is this Google Sheet. Oddly enough, it is the ultimate show of contempt. <laughs> I'm so <Done>. glad. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked this because here's what I think that the ultimate show of contempt is the following. Um, you know, like in, in our culture, right? Like you, you shake hands with the right hand. Uh, so what you do is you blow your nose into your hand and then you slap somebody with it. Ooh, I like it. Wow. Yes. You've put some thought into this. Wow. <laughs> I've like drawn diagrams. Like, up and I'm I, I think that's the, that, that's the ultimate, you know, this, it, just, it, it shows a level of premeditation. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's remarkable. <laughs> the look on Kelly's moving I'm on. Seriously, like, <laughs> like unfucking forgive <laughs> Like, how do you escalate from that? Like, you have to murder. Yeah, no. <laughs> there is no, like, oh, I'll slap you with my glove, or, like, no, it's like, yeah, there's no, nothing. it's like, God damn it, where's my shank? <laughs> you gotta, like, you gotta cut a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Because wow. I was thinking stuff like, oh, like, pay someone to slap them, and then, like, oh. don't actually pay the person. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, mm, that would get you in trouble. 
Or like, if I were rich, I would actually like pay people I don't like to do embarrassing things. Sure. Yes. Here's five hundred dollars. Hey, like asshole. Here's five hundred dollars. Go roll in that mud puddle. Entertain me. Yes, exactly. God, I need more rich enemies. We're just gonna like pay me to do shit. Like, I could use like, extra cash. I would kind of go either way on it. Yeah, like if somebody came up to me and was like, "Hey, hey, idiot! Here's, here's some money. Go do the stupid thing." I, I mean, I do stupid things for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely viable for you know. I mean, there's a, there's a price, but oh yeah. Also, it's negotiable. Just sounds like fun to make some rich enemies. <laughs> Right? right? Like, I want, like, I mean, board okay, games. and now I have a way to do it. I mean, I... I, mean, I just, I, like, blow my nose into my hand, slap the, slap the tech. I want the idle rich to hate me and come up with inventive things to pay me to do to humiliate myself. It actually sounds... Yeah, it's like a hobby. I mean, it sounds like a dystopian young adult novel, but I feel like it's, it where, it's where we're going. <laughs> I, I am certain that I came up with this before the reign of Trump. But this is a thing that I think I want this on record. If I am ever in a position to meet Donald Trump, oh my god, get get your fucking cameras out! Oh I'm gonna my do god, this. <laughs> I want to uh, see this happen. I called him an asshole once. <laughs> yes, to, like too hip. Yes. Um, so I, I used to live in New York City, um, and when uh, I, I lived in the Lower East Side, and I was walking to my favorite coffee shop, and they were filming Wall Street Two uh-huh. on the street of my coffee shop. Uh-huh. And as I was walking by, I see this, like, penguin-looking motherfucker (laughs) with, like, this horrible hair and, like, some poor PA trying to fix this thing Uh. on his head. And he's, like, screaming at them. And I have to, like, step around them on the street. And I just, like, step around like, you're a fucking asshole. And, like, the PA just looks at me with, like, these huge eyes of, like, don't do it, don't. Don't. (laughs) Tell others my story, but don't, don't bother him. Um... So yeah, it's oh. not it's not every day you get to call a uh, a world leader an asshole. Um, you granted, are, he wasn't a world leader at the time. No, he and he shouldn't not be really now. much no. of one now. And but. No. You are now a national hero, Chris. Yes, <laughs> that's how that fucking works. I'm gonna be on money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and, and now that my idea is out in the world, I mean, if somebody wants to beat me to it in this particular arena, you go ahead. But I will catch up to you. Yeah, I want this one upped, right? and I want to hear about it. I think the only way you could possibly one-up it, um, you would have to shit in your own hand and then slap somebody with it, which, logistically That's as much against you as it is. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. But this, the nose blow is just, it's, plus it's right there. You're working with elements that are literally right at hand, you know, just like, just a quick... Oh, you can screen for that. Yeah. (laughs) There's not like a bouncer outside a concert being like, oh, whoa, whoa, what's in this nose here? Planning a little party tonight. <laughs> uh, amazing. All right, what's next? <laughs> Could only go up from there. Uh, up next, quarterly Halloween. There should be a Halloween every quarter. Yes. Why is Yeah. Yeah. Because I have my best Halloween ideas in March. Exactly. <laughs> and then by the time it rolls around, you've forgotten them. Yeah. And you don't ever do... Or I, I never do. I never yeah, do. I, I always yeah, have no. shitty Halloween costumes because I thought of something that morning it, it would take that the, wasn't it difficult. Would, yeah, it would take the pressure off. Yeah. I mean, I've had so many thrown together at the last minute shitty costumes. Yeah. I will admit to you right now that I don't have one for this Halloween. I don't have one for this Halloween. I never have one. I have, no, I have nothing. Yeah, I mean, I've got a baby. So, like, uh, you know, it's, there's a lot that I... told I, you Master Blaster is the way to go. <laughs> 
I uh, honestly, I would do that. You, you, we all saw the one of like the the kid in the front um, with, with, with do, like doing the uh, the power loader from Aliens. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean that, that was, was amazing. Inspiring. But I don't yeah. fucking have the time to craft something like that. That's the thing. Like every time I see that, one, I'm just like, how do you have like. A one-year-old, right? And yeah. build and have fucking that power armor. Yeah. yeah, no, there's, there's like, just, there's just no way. Mm-mm. But it would be very funny. But yeah, but there's just no, no quarterly Halloween. Like takes off all the pressure. Yeah, you get the good ideas in. And and you yeah. get, like you get to, you get chances to run through the bad ones because you only get so many Halloweens. <laughs> oh my god, that's let's be fair. Fuck. Yeah, like not to bring down the room, but you only get so many Halloween. That's no, that's true. Jesus. Oh my god, I've probably run through like half of my Halloweens by now. Yeah, no, same. Oh, oh wow. Shit. So, uh, a friend of mine, his answer to this actually, uh, I I don't know if he still does it. I hope he does, James. If you're listening, you should still keep doing this. Um, he would just have like random costume parties. I. Yeah, we so Chris and I have some friends in common in LA, and yeah. there was a while like during I want to say in like the oh four oh seven yeah. era, like uh, the nerd poker folks. Uh, no, the, um, the uh, like like Stefo and all of like all those all those girls. Would, yes, for some like they just they had costume parties all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they are a girl game. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. true. They uh, but but it was such a great idea. Yeah. Like shit. Yeah, just straight up costume parties. Just you know, put, so I actually uh, the company I work for has like a big event in the summer that's like a big like an internal conference for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it was in Stockholm, so I got nice. to go to Stockholm for a few days. Incredible. I'm not actually a fancy person. They they pay for it. Um, a little, little disclaimer, uh, but it ended with like this big huge party, and it was a costume party. Hell yeah! And like people that were flying in from like around the country actually like brought in really elaborate parties. <laughs> And there's one thing where it's like, oh, like, you're so-and-so, like, the artist on that one team. Oh, you're also a semi-professional cosplayer with, like, the best Overwatch costume ever. Oh, of course. Like, it's really weird to be, like, yeah, dancing with somebody from Overwatch and then realizing, like, wait a minute, we work together on a daily basis. (laughs) Huh. Uh, More of that. There should be more of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God. All right. So we just need to increase threefold the number of Halloweens in everybody's lives. Plus more Halloween costume, more Halloween candy, more Halloween decorations. Oh, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like the 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 different Halloweens would be <laughs> would be slightly differently themed. Oh yeah, because then that way, like maybe white people would stop taking over Day of the Dead. Yes, yeah. yes. If it's like, look, we'll give you three more Halloweens. Yeah. If you just stop putting fucking sugar skulls on every section of Target. Agreed. But also, I mean, like. I want three more Halloweens to go shopping at Target because, yeah, like, that's the, the Halloween best part of section of Target is amazing. It's oh, yeah. like, just, like, warms my goth little heart every year. Oh, yeah, no. Halloween at Target is like finding out that your partner of, like, 15 years was a goth in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's all just right there under the surface. Oh, uh, it's yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah, just those straight-laced, like, oh, look at these, like, sensible lawn chairs. No, throw that shit out of the way. Now it's nothing but dancing skeletons and bats. Yeah, it's like, baby, we need skull plates. Why haven't we been eating off skull plates? Yeah. And then just like out of nowhere, it's like Target's giving you shit for only owning one Joy Division album. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really weird to go to Target once a year and have like my goth cred called out and be like, how many fucking Bauhaus shirts do you have, bitch? <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? City mazes. 
Cool. So I personally love this one because it's something that I've actually sort of played with a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think this idea <laughs> must be made, like, somebody should build, like, a, like a, like a person-sized, a person-scale maze, but in the shape of, of, of a city. So it's like, you know, oh, it occupies... Oh. It occupies the sort of like you know yeah like yeah like the land shape and you just have to like and you know I, I don't I think that you would have to like not moor it to any particular landmarks because that might make the maze easier to solve but just it would be like a maze you know built within borders that are the shape of like Manhattan oh. or Chicago. I was, or, I was thinking of like actually like wandering around giant cities and like building temporary walls and shit. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking of like installing tiny mazes within neighborhoods. Oh, so, just like creating yeah. like a whole bunch of little tiny blind alleys. So there's there was actually a, like in a parking lot or something. Yeah, there was actually a French art movement um, that was similar to this idea called Situationism. Yes, uh, came out of Dadism, but the basic idea was like uh, our big major tenet of it was to take back cities by building your own maps of them. Essentially, you would go on what they called a derive. You would just wander through the city. Yes. And you would track, you would, after, when you got home, you would draw like a map and like you would cut out the map and make your own version of Paris or London or New York or whatever city you're in. Um, but basically, like, you were rebuilding cities to match your experience of them. So like you had your own version of the city. Yes. So like this felt like a very natural extension of that. Uh, no, I, I like that idea a lot better, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's, what this is <laughs> though your idea does let me pretend to be Godzilla <laughs> to its extent to you know I mean because in, in my version like the walls are, are like you can't see over them sure. so like I was imagining like building a little city like a model city that I could like wander through oh like, that was the maze oh well but that, but then here's the problem it's, it's all like, over if, the mark no, no, if, if you build the model city, then you know how to navigate. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I would know how to get from A to B if I was. But but if I was in a maze that was sort of just that was just vaguely shaped like San Francisco, I wouldn't necessarily. Um, but but yeah, no, I I think I like your ideas better. Hmm. This is why I love this podcast <laughs> because I will have an idea, but sometimes somebody else has a better version. Just wait. And the the, the tiny city thing reminds me of uh, one of my favorite movie insults. Uh, you've seen Hot Fuzz, right? Yes, but a, wa- a while ago. Um, the line, and if you want to be a big man, fuck on off to the model village. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a good... Is that still on... There was a while where it was on Netflix. It might, it might still be on Netflix. It might still be there. Excellent. All right. I think it might be time. If, if you're listening and you've somehow never seen Hot Fuzz, or you just haven't seen it in a while... Oh, that's so good. Correct that problem in your life. Agreed. Yeah. Get yourself right. <laughs> Onward. Minecraft After Dark. <laughs> what? Is th- so the note for this okay, is yes, please. Success of Second Life, a low-res version for Minecraft. Ah, okay. So Minecraft with fucking is yes. what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. Because, because okay, because like, um, I used to actually work at Linden Lab who makes Good. Second Life. That's true. And uh, like... The, the, seeing the success of Minecraft, um, it was sort of, sort of you know people really like to build stuff in Minecraft. Yeah. Like, well, don't you wish that you could also fuck? <laughs> so because you because because Second Life is basically like like Minecraft on a power up. Like when Minecraft, you are building out of things out of just 
blocks, right? Sure. Square blocks. You can do that in Second Life, but you can also make the blocks shaped like you know barrels and rods and like you know like you can you can you can alter. They call them primitives, and you can you can apply meshes to them. You yeah. can basically build anything that you want in Second Life, <laughs> and including things that you can attach to your avatar, like animations, and clothing, or lack of clothing, or extra skins, or you know like all kinds of crap. And there's a ton of fucking in there. So like, I, I feel like I don't know. There's the, so like maybe the, the the gateway from Minecraft to Second Life is Minecraft After Dark. I like that. Where like you just you know it's like it's the same kind of crafting, but you just allow people to walk around naked. So so much of the the crafting in Minecraft, like especially the more complicated shit, is really just building like complex machines. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know using like oh I made this like mile-long circuit board and now it plays the Mario theme. Mm. You push a button. Mm-hmm. So I'm just imagining building like these gigantic like mountain-sized <laughs> genitalia <laughs> and seeing it, and I'm, like sending it crashing into <laughs> opposing genitalia of comparable size. <laughs> uh, uh, because like I feel like you need, no, that that's kind amazing. Of, you need that kind of scale because like I've seen people yeah. be like oh I built the Enterprise in Minecraft you see yeah. you're like alright it's just a bunch of fucking blocks like I saw this in Second Life 20 years ago and it looked amazing <laughs> the hell's the matter with you yeah I um I definitely walked around a uh, like a human scale model of the Defiant uh, and it was yeah. rad as hell um yeah so you know, I'm just, I'm just like, there's, there's a whole world of crafting that awaits in Second Life, and there's people, uh, yeah, my, Minecraft After Dark. Yeah, I love this. The God, the notion, I could see it in my mind. Yeah, just like Titanic genitalia, just, just just like endlessly crashing, like, you know, like powered, yeah, yeah. powered by like enormous water wheels and just, yeah. oh my fucking hell, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm just saying, somebody, somebody, somebody make it happen. Somebody make it happen. The tagline would be something like, the F key, not just for flying anymore. <laughs> I love it. All right. What's, what's next? All right. Ever onwards. Uh, next we have... Native Guides for the Internet. These are people uh, that other folks would hire to like if, if like somebody I mean uh, in my original idea it's mostly for old people sure right yeah. where it's sort of like oh, I don't know about the internet can you like you know but it's not just a matter of showing somebody how to use the internet but sort of like like finding out like what does that person want to use the internet for yeah or is there something that they're interested in and like you know it's sort of, sort of like oh you should go to this site or this site or like here's how you use reddit or whatever you know what I mean we're like um it, it's a, it's a, they provide a comprehensive sort of like user experience kind of yeah. guide, uh, and I, 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 don't, I don't, is that a, is that a, a niche that is filled yet? I don't think it is. Or, no, I don't think it is either. Right. I don't think it is either because like, you know, most of the older people I know who have guides to the internet, it's like, you know, me when I go to visit my mom. And- <laughs> Yeah, and we've got you know like two hours while the turkey's cooking at Thanksgiving, and she's like, "So how does the computer work?" She doesn't talk like that, but still, um, yeah, I feel like that is a service that could that could be available more than two hours a day, uh, you know, two hours a year on Thanksgiving. This one made me think of um, so I uh, came of age when the having the internet in your home 
was like a teenage thing for me. Mm. Um, and it was very much like, how much can I get out of these AOL discs before yeah. we have to like, actually start paying for shit? Um, and I had no idea how the internet worked. I didn't know how to find anything. I, I was just like, I like Star Trek. I'm going to go to StarTrek.com. And I did. And they had chat rooms. And I got to be really good friends with the people in the Star Trek chat rooms. And they were kind of my introduction to the internet. Wow. And luckily, they were all like... I'm not going to go so far as to say cool. They're <laughs> they're very nice people who are very like like I guess like like ma- mama bear about it of like we will we will introduce you to the internet and it's like but it's like having that as like an actual service would be like a genuinely special thing. It's like essentially like a caregiver yeah. for the internet. Yeah, and I mean, I, 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 my guess is that it's the sort of thing that would maybe take a week at best. You know. Um, Depending on the the, proficient, the technology proficiency level of the user, but like you know, where it's like, so you spend kind of like a week showing them around, and it's like, all right, you know what you're doing. I'm off. Like, I feel like it'd be fun. a cross between the the proficiency of the user and the honesty level of the user. because oh. <laughs> like you need people who can get a, like a sixty year old to admit what they're into, <laughs> right? And be like, look, whatever you're down for, that's here. Yeah. It's true. You just gotta be. You just gotta be on the up and up about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll find what you're looking for. Like I'm not being paid just to judge. I'm paid to make introductions. Yeah. Also, I feel like that'd be like kind of a nice service for sixty year olds anyway to be like, you know what? I don't. I don't care, man. Who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah. Like go for it. Do you do you? Yeah. Or whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. But. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. You or yes. Tiger you or Dolphin you or whatever whatever version of you you want to do. You yeah, do it. totally, totally. If you just you know if you just want to find where all the kids are talking about anime, like yeah, let's, let's make this awesome. happen. Also, I feel like the main pool of native guides for this needs to come from the Bay Area, where everyone's just like used to seeing all the weird shit all the time. Yeah. So it's just like, oh yeah, you. You, oh, you oh you want cock rings? Yeah, no, we can get that. Here. <laughs> it's, it's like cock rings wholesale. Hold on a second. That's the thing. Like, if you're this. a six-year-old into cock rings, you don't want to be questioned about that beyond, like, what are you allergic to? Mm. Right. <laughs> oh, you need to, you know, you need to stare away from latex. That's oh, fine. No, we got that. We got, yeah, we got it covered. It's we fine. can do that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, like, we need... I would love somebody to, to just try to pilot the service, like advertise at a local library, and just sort of you know oh, yeah. just see see, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, this this could be the this could be the the, the thing that gets you know um, all those all those kids on Tumblr their first job. Like it's like oh you want to see right. pictures of your your dead husband from when he was in the war? You want to see him with cat ears? <laughs> <laughs> Because we got ten more minutes, and we can do both. You want to see what he would look like as a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> you want to look sparkly? <laughs> oh, you want to know what your, your your who your ancestors are? Do you want to know what their names were in Klingon? <laughs> Perfection. Yeah. Perfection. All right. How many do how many do we have left? Uh, three more, Inclu- according to this list. Let's, but we can do however many you want. Let's fucking let's do it. Going for it. Star Trek heist movie. Oh, Speaking fuck. of Trek. Yes. 
I, I just feel like I, I just want this to happen. So I love why haven't why hasn't that happened? Gene Rottenberry. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I so no, I mean, he wanted everything to stick to the prime directive and humanity to be perfect and all that shit. I think that the argument could be made that that's only true for people who serve in Starfleet, right? Like true. Like there's probably Federation citizens who are still up to some shady shit and want yeah. to like. Well, you could do it. I mean, I would. I would. Maybe uh, maybe it's a heist movie where it's like some Ferengi needs some shit. And oh, a Ferengi oh. heist movie would be amazing! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I want to see that. I mean, the episode where the you meet the Ferengi in Next Gen is kind of a heist movie. <laughs> Because they—that's true—they were—they were fleeing from a station having stolen some stuff. Yeah, they were going to like steal the Enterprise and just like hop around the, the galaxy for a bit. So, so yeah, something like that. I just—I just, I just want to see—I want to see a Star Trek because we fucking—we got—we got a Star Wars heist movie. Yes. I want to see a Star Trek heist movie. I'm just saying. And who knows? Like that. Maybe that's one of the things that's really in development. I don't fucking. And that was one of the cool things with like uh, with. Like in the early episodes of Discovery, um, was like you actually met prisoners. Like you, there was yeah. a scene where like you're yeah, on yeah. a prisoner transport yeah. ship, and you're like, yeah, not everyone is on board with this Prime Directive, right. like Coca Cola commercial bullshit. Some people are still going to be like, no, nah, I'm just going to take stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I could get that out of. And it's also yeah. like like in a cashless society, like what do you steal? Also true. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, mm, ah, the, uh, the, the TNG episode, the most toys, right? That guy Kivas Fajo who steals yeah. data, or the uh, Picard's girlfriend that ran off with Q. Yes, the archaeologist. Yes, artifacts. I think it's all about artifacts. Yeah, she steals. <laughs> she finds like rare shit and sets it up at buyers. Mm. She shows up the next time you see her is on DS Nine. Yes, and she's setting up an artifact cell mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, for stuff, and then Q comes to get her back. She, I mean, and, and I think that in the, for this heist movie, she's just she's she's the shadow boss. Oh yeah, she's the money. I fucking I want to see this. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, we, like somebody find us. We can, now we, we, I want one of the crew members to be like 100. Like you never find out if he is or not, but he tells everyone he's a Q. <laughs> <laughs> he's a renegade. He's hiding out from the continuum. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, why don't you use your fucking Q powers? And he's like, uh, <laughs> because it's more interesting to see what you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Like the dude in Rogue One who was like basically a Jedi, but oh. was a blind monk instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, like that kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of secret magic. <laughs> Sort of. More or less. Oh. Like, and if it turns out I'm not, I have my friend here with a giant gun. Yeah. God. God. Or even like a prison break movie where they have to get somebody off of Praxis. Jesus Christ. Uh, we are a fountain of good ideas. Somebody should just somebody should just come find us. Yeah. Paramount, we're all available. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, next. Supervillains are on patrol for heroes. Story idea. Is there... I mean, Chris, you were a man of comics. I am. I am. Is there... To your knowledge, a story that where there's like it, where they form not, not like, I'm not talking like um like like an injustice gang or what sure right but like just a league of supervillains whose only deal is like they're just watching for where the heroes are. The closest I can think of, honestly, is Venture Brothers and the Guild of Calamitous Intent. Huh. Um, so the, basically, like the guild is set up to make sure that supervillains are paired against, or antagonists are paired against protagonists uh-huh. of comparable power levels. <laughs> so they're like, if you're some dude who's like in a frog costume, you're not fighting Superman. Right. 
yeah. frog cuddle. Yeah, but at the same time, like if you're a superhero who's just like, oh, I'm I'm the badger. I dress up like a badger and have utensils in my hands. Right. Yeah. You're not like, out there fighting dark side. Yeah. Like Doctor Doom's not going to show up and like murder your family in front. <laughs> and like, there's things that like the guild has like very strict rules, and it's like it's made very clear that like. Essentially, this is for crazy people playing dress up who are really dangerous and society doesn't have another answer for. Um, but that doesn't quite go to the like, you know, superheroes go on patrol. There's no like villains going on. Yeah, what I had him just kind of like, 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 there's like maybe there's a whole gang whose only job is just to follow Batman. Yeah. Like, not to fuck with him, but just be like, Batman coming. You yeah. know? Like, just to let everybody else know where he is. Yeah, like. You should like. I feel like if you're in a crew in Gotham, you yeah. have a guy who keeps an eye out for the signal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's your lookout. Like that's you have, his only job. You have a lookout for the street, and you have yeah. a lookout for the clouds. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Yeah, and like exactly. if if you're in Metropolis, like you just shouldn't be doing crime. That's no. Yeah. Because yeah. God is going to find you. <laughs> I've just gotten stuck on the guy in the frog costume and the guy dressed as a badger, and like, I just want to read that comic. <laughs> they're just like they're just neither of them is very good at it. Yeah, and they're just like eventually they're just like you know fuck it, you want to just go get coffee? Yeah, like this is kind of a, we're we're kind of at an impasse. Like I'm, I'm kind of sweaty now and I'm tired and I'm this, sore. This thing doesn't breathe. And this. you know what? Can we just can we just go get Do a slice just, of pizza? Yeah, can we, can we pick this up like later? Yeah. Like, my my kid's soccer practice ends in like yeah. half an hour. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that also it's is just fantastic. like that just sounds like the most like Just like the, how do you balance like your real life shit with your costume shit? Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean like I realize this is effectively mystery men, but like Yeah, but like there's there's no comfortable superhero costumes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's gonna be like, okay, like yeah, like uh, you know, you know, my wife's got bridge tonight. The kids, the kids are having a sleepover. I'm gonna put on my pervert costume and <laughs> uh, go beat up people <laughs> illegally. <laughs> and like that's actually that that is another Adventure Brothers joke. Like a the, their version of Superman like picks up one of the supervillains and drops him off in the prison yard, and it's like looks like he won't be causing any more trouble. And he's like, motherfucker, have you never heard of due process? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we just let him go. I, <laughs> I haven't watched Venture Brothers, and I, I guess oh, I lost. you had, it's oh, it's one of the many either. many things. I think you had both really really yeah. dig it. Yeah. Well, I will take it under advisement. Yeah, that's my recommendation for the episode. Excellent. We I believe we have time for one we, more. That's good because we only have one more. Excellent. Tiny girl crime lord. <laughs> Is uh, this is another story idea? I, I presume. Yes, story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any stories that you know of that exist where, like, where there's like, if there's a crime gang, but it's run by a literal six year old girl? It's. It sounds like it's. It's such a thing that like appeals to me that I feel like it should be, but I can't. The, yeah. The closest thing I can think of is that Warren Ellis Hellblazer run, where. But he's like a little kid, but he's possessed by a it's demon. It's a demon, yeah. Yeah. This is not that. It's like, I just want there to be a crime gang that for some reason answers to a six-year-old. Yeah. So the closest <laughs> I could think of was, like, Street Angel, but she's a hero. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, I love the idea of, like, 
<laughs> yeah, like everyone else on the block was like selling Girl Scout cookies, running lemonade stands, and like she got into like slinging H. Like, or, like, or or like like I don't know like like her 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 parents were like the like the supervillain like lords of the underworld, and they were killed by Superman. And yeah. like and now like it's just hereditary, and now she's the next one, but she's six. The closest I can think of is uh, in James Aaron's comic Wolverine and the X Men. Um, he had the Hellfire Club taken over by a bunch of children who were all basically like one of them was like a, a descendant of Frankenstein oh my god the other one was like the son of like the richest people in the world and he killed his dad on top of a mountain somewhere <laughs> and like taken over the company I love so they were like Aaron. they were like little kid crime lords essentially but it, it wasn't anything like it wasn't really organized crime it was yeah. just more like stuff. And here's the other question about this story that I have, which is, I'm not sure if, if this little girl is actually inclined towards crime. Like, she's just the boss. Or is it like a Walter White situation where what? she just, it like, crept up on her? I just yeah. feel like she's going to only perpetrate tiny crimes. But like, she's going to be like, let's steal juice out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> or... Like, she fucking runs resets. <laughs> or, or, or it's just like, she really wants ice cream, but she wants all the ice cream. Uh, so like yeah. they literally have to, you know what I mean? Like just so it's I, like Violet from Willy Wonka, but a crime lord. I, I guess like yeah, well, that's I don't... terrifying. She was a sociopath. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Yeah, that kid wasn't. That girl's got some bodies on her. <laughs> yeah, man. It's I, true. No, I, that's true. I, but so, but so yeah. So that's the, these are all questions that uh, I have asked and need to be answered in story form by somebody out there. I'm just saying. It's really good though. It's uh, it, it's the sort of idea that like. I kept trying to think of like like we were just doing. I was like, this has to have been done, already. right? Yeah, it's kind of right there. Also, when I first read it, I thought it said "Tiny Girl, Time Lord." Oh, so it's like, oh, it's like a whole Doctor Who thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, the Doctor regenerates as an eight-year-old. Why hasn't that ever happened? <laughs> Is it a simple body mass issue? Like it might. Oh, that's a that's a good question. We should we should explore that later. Somebody somebody will know. Somebody will know. In any case, I'm sure the BBC has a bible about this. Exactly. Yeah. In any case, we have now hit that part of the podcast where somebody gives a terrible recommendation or has an idea to share with our listeners. Does anybody have one? Because if you don't, I believe that I might. I have an idea that I want somebody to make for me. I don't know if they can. Go for it. I want someone to make a camera so I can take pictures of my dreams. Get on it, people. Do it. Do it. It's all I want. Super into it. It's all I want. I want that very badly. Yeah. Because I have rad dreams. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I have these recurring dreams where I'm like looking at something really cool and I'm taking a bunch of pictures and then I wake up and I'm like, but I don't have my pictures. Yeah. I'm really sad. So somebody needs like, to invent that. It seems very feasible. You would open up a whole new frontier of like dream tourism. Yeah, there, there right? actually there was some research published by a, I think a lab at Berkeley where they basically like were like reading people's neural states and trying huh. to like render a picture of what they were picturing, mm-hmm. and it it worked sort of like. 
it was very, very low res. Okay. But like when they were like picture a bird and like this person would picture a bird and then like sort of like the screen would like there'd be something that was kind of blob shaped that could in some theory be a bird. And it was something like that. Like I'm, okay. I'm I know that I'm I'm probably fucking it up, but, but like I, I love that we keep doing shit like that. Yes. <laughs> so something like that where like you know, you, you could refine that technology that would it would it would basically just be like a live, like a camera into whatever you were visualizing. Yep. And then you it would just pick snapshots when you woke up of like I mean, yeah, it, it reminds me of how like um, they have those speech things for for people who can't talk. Oh, yeah. Yes, but they can pick up the vibrations of the vocal cords, yep. so they know what words you're trying to form. Yep. So it makes those words for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like what is the equivalent for dreams? Yeah. See, I we're halfway it. there. <laughs> so really, internet, this is on you. Yeah. Um, you know, pick up your end of the stick and yeah, do some fucking work. <laughs> I, I want credit for this one. John can have a cut. Awesome. And now it's time to tell everybody where we can be found on the internet. Uh, for me, this is super easy. Uh, my friend Jen, who is Jennifer Marie on Twitter, made this very simple by simply buying me the domain flavor.country, which I have redirected to a Tumblr page that uh, just lists all my social presences, the stuff that I make, Twitter, Instagram, and a newsletter that you should go ahead and subscribe to. It is delightful. Uh, I am on Instagram as Enthusiosity. You can find me at expertologist.net, along with links to all the games that I've made. If you haven't, go ahead and subscribe to this show by searching Idea Factory Giveaway in your podcast app of choice. And let John know if it doesn't pop up. Uh, If you're already there, go ahead and leave a five-star rating and or a nice review, because it would help us out a lot. If you have already done that, then you're awesome, and we like you, and why not tell a friend about us? Thanks, and remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. I want to cut. I want to go into your dreams and take pictures of it. That's not creepy at all. Do 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 do.